Well, tonight, a little bit of a surprise. A Hammer film that I think is really successful of those outside the franchises, you know, Dracula and Frankenstein and that sort of thing. Because this is the film they made in 1972, straight on till morning. And I think this works because of the oddness of it. It's not really a horror film. It's more like an offbeat thriller. And it's all about disassociation, I believe. In the two leading uh, characters, you've got Shane Bryant, lovely blonde angel-headed boy who played quite a lot in Hammer films. And I think Hammer thought he was going to become some some kind of star for them and others. That didn't happen, but he's gone on to have a varied and rather excellent career, really. Um, But he's always very good at playing that kind of looking into the middle distance, something else going on quite character. That's generally what he did for Hammer. And Rita Tushingham, who, you know, always played younger, always looked very naive, wasn't conventionally good looking. And in this, she plays Brenda. She lives in Liverpool with her mother and she tells her mother that she's going to go to London. Her, the main thing she wants is to have a child. And she's going to go and chance her luck in London, which she does. She goes to London and she actually meets the person she's going to be with, who is Peter, played by Shane Bryant. But first of all, there's quite a large theme in this movie about where people can be physically and emotionally. So you've got Tom Bellion there looking 70s cool and sophisticated, sideburns, large collars, tinted glasses, all that kind of stuff. He owns a uh, fashion shop, but there's a little bit of other stuff going on as well here. Rita Tushingham's um, character finds a place, Brenda finds a place in a grubby bedsit that she's sharing. Well, not really a bedsit, but a sort of flat that she's sharing with Caroline, who... Uh, is, is a swinging woman about time and he's thought about town and is more conventionally good looking and he's thought to be someone who um, extends her favours quite uh, regularly, shall we say. There's a party that Tom Bell gives, there's quite a lot of discussion about rent and all of that, um, where she meets um, James Bolham, who of course was in an awful lot uh, of 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 movies when he was when he was younger he plays Joey she's very he's very interested in Caroline played by Catch Your Wife um, but um, Brenda is interested in him however they do get together that's Joey and Caroline and um, Brenda hears this and runs out very upset she then finds a dog Tinker who is actually the dog of Peter. He lives in a flat on his own now, but we have seen flashbacks of a woman older than him, it seems, drunken, causing trouble in him, saying, let's play a game. We need some magic. He turns the electricity off and goes upstairs and she follows him upstairs. 
and she's not in the flat anymore. Anyway, Rita Tushingham's character, Brenda, finds the dog and Peter sees her doing this. Sees on the, the dog tag where the address is and takes the dog home, gives the dog a wash, puts a bow around the dog's, uh, in the dog's hair. The dog's a mongrel, really, a beautiful dog, and brings the dog back to Peter. Who says, oh, you brought my dog back, let's have a cup of tea. It's very forceful, Peter. There's no kind of niceties here. There are no social niceties with Peter. He says, why did you come here? I saw you take the dog. Why did you take my dog? Why did you take my dog? And he insisted, and he asked her, because I wanted to meet you. And he asked her to move in. After saying, what I want is a baby. You would have thought things might be a bit odd, but these are characters who do not live in usual society. Right from the beginning, we have seen Brenda writing stories, fantasy stories, stories of love. These people don't live within society. We've seen Peter trying to buy a magazine and some cigarettes, and it seems to be an ordeal with him, for him simply at the newsagents. Whilst Brenda is back at her flat, picking up her things, Peter looks at the dog, Tinker, says, she made you beautiful. And when Brenda moves in, she asks where the dog is. Peter says, she dog must have run away. She doesn't ask any other questions because she's delighted to be with someone who is so good looking and who looks after her so much. In the meantime, her mother is concerned, comes up to London, goes to the last place she knew, she knew where Brenda lived, speaks to Caroline, and then leaves because there's no information. She subsequently asks the police. But because Caroline is so interested in this, she starts to investigate herself. And she finally, goes round to see Peter. She and Peter hit it off. He is, after all, a good-looking boy and they end up in bed. And he says, you're beautiful. And then grabs a standing knife from the side of the bed and you know what will ensue from that. In the meantime and after this, Brenda and Peter are living like a couple, a young, a young in love couple. There are montages of them on a day out, running around, tickling each other, chasing each other. But Brenda knows something's wrong. She asks Peter, where do you work? Nowhere. And he says, I have money. Opens a drawer. And there is a load. The, the, the drawer is full of crisp notes. Around this time, we also see a flashback similar to the flashback we saw at the beginning or the scene we saw at the beginning with one of his former lovers older this time and still drunk and saying I love you I love you and him saying uh, not saying anything just looking into the middle distance which Shane Bryan was very good at and we wonder whether the money comes from there however Brenda takes the money takes some money leaves him a note goes 
because she wants to make herself beautiful. She knows she, she, she's plain and she wants to make herself beautiful for Peter. Gets her hair done, has her makeup done, buys a new dress, comes back. She does look like a 1970s version of some kind of porn star, to be honest. But then the makeup was very obvious and she had it done in the high street. And of course, the beauty is a problem for Peter. And he's not happy with that beauty. Brenda doesn't ask him why, but she knows something is wrong. However, there's a, a, an old reel-to-reel -reel tape recorder that he's bought. It's actually a new model, and that's something to make them feel good. They record things together. She records her stories. It's all very lovely until he sees, because of Brenda's mother bringing the police in, a story in the local paper, or the national paper actually, which says that two people are missing, Brenda and Caroline. And he comes back to the house. Brenda is there and he plays her. So I've got something to, to play you. And he plays her the tape of Tinker being killed and of Caroline being done away with too. And the last shot is Peter on his own in the flat. It's a really good piece of work. It was described uh, by one critic when it came out as offbeat and also as unattractive. I think it's it's really well done. It's directed by Peter Collinson and by Hammer and it came out uh, in 72 through EMI and I think it really is offbeat and that's a good thing. These characters are all looking for places to be. They're constantly looking for where can I be physically? Where can I live? Who can I be with? And all these characters are defined by other people or other things. Tom Bell is defined by his shop. The gent who runs the tobacconist is defined by his shop. Caroline is defined by other men. Shane, Bryant as Peter and Rita Tushingham as Brenda aren't defined by anybody. And so they become defined by each other. And that might work if it weren't for Peter's innate emotional issues. He wants Brenda because she's not pretty. It's never explained why he has this issue. And that's one of the reasons why this seems so offbeat. We don't know. There is no qualifying scene that says, and this is why my parents weren't very nice to me. He talks about his parents very briefly, but there's no scene to grab hold of to say, oh, that's the reason why he's like that. He just is. And sometimes audiences can't cope with that. He may be a psychopath. Can we say why that is? We really struggle to do that and we need to do that to make some sense. Here there's no sense. 
And there is also no sense with Brenda saying to her mother, I'm going, and I'm going to London. I'm just going. There are scenes where her mother walks around the empty bedroom, and there are lots of scenes here where people walk around empty rooms. There are, there are scenes where Brenda walks around the flat and no one's there, and she's trying to find things. And there is also, it doesn't seem like a plot device, the way that Peter seemingly wants to go through with her having a baby. And she is pregnant at the end of this film. He buys things for the cot. He buys things for the child's room. He doesn't demur when she says, I want to have a baby. He says, will you move in with me? Because everybody wants a nuclear family. They want to belong, and that's the definition. We are together, we are a family, that is our definition. But that doesn't work here. They can't define themselves against each other because of both Peter and Brenda's fatal flaw. Brenda is so naive and doesn't question because she wants, wants, wants this. Peter wants, wants, wants this, but cannot subdue his emotional feelings and, and what is mentally um, aberrant in him. We don't get any conversations. This is not really a thriller even. It's a psychological picture of people who are empty, like the rooms they're in, and lost, and need to be somewhere. And in society, in London, when so much is going on and everybody has their own lives, particularly highlighted earlier on, early on in the film, in the newsagent, where everybody's in their own little lives. And Peter can't really cope with that. In a place where everybody needs to be somewhere, if you can't be somewhere, you make choices to ally yourself, to be somewhere. It's a really, really good film. The performances are okay, but they're not really needed because all these characters, well, the two main characters, are really ciphers and they should be empty. And they are. It's because of those two performers do that very well. It's a four out of five, this really, really interesting piece of work and something that's not usual in the Hammer canon. Straight on till morning refers to where his room is. Top of the stairs, fourth on the right, and then straight on till morning. It sounds odd coming from Peter, but then that's exactly what this film is. And thank goodness for that. Ta-ta.